welcome to Discology Music Club. I'm your host, Billy Sims. Discology is a music podcast where we listen to an album, then meet up to discuss. In our journey, we will talk to all sorts of people from all walks of life about the music. On this episode, we're talking with Patty and Shane about the Spice Girls debut album, Spice. So let's talk about music. Thankfully, we don't have... Do we have... Does our refrigerator do that? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, thankfully, we don't have Thankfully, we don't own <laughs> <like>, refrigeration, <laughs> so... All right, and welcome to Discology Music Club. Today, I'm here with Patty and Shane, and we're going to be talking about Spice Girls, the Spice Girls, and their first album, Spice. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. that's it. All right. All right. Cool. That was great, guys. <laughs> That's a wrap. It's a 30-second podcast. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Just divide it into five vines, right? Six seconds. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that still a thing? No. No, Vine, vine R.I.P. Vine. All right, guys. Sorry. <laughs> so, like, Welcome. Yeah, Spice, man. Mm-hmm. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Yes. Spice and Spice Girls. The spice Girls. <laughs> the first album, right? So we're looking at, like explosion into the scene like mm-hmm. i don't know just a little background like i don't know was spice world the movie before spice like what well, did it come out with this album or no. was it like afterwards no. right yeah afterwards just, i believe it was let's spice. go to our resident spice girls expert <clears throat> Patty. i believe it was spice this album and then spice up your life is the second album and that was with the no. movie and everything no it was the movie in no. between no no also incorrect. Or, Only because uh, I, okay, first, I guess, not spoilers, but uh, I guess warning, mm. I've never listened to this album before. Oh, my God. This is my first no. time. I owned this disc, and perhaps cassette. I don't recall if we had the, the cassette as well. My, uh, my research was saying that it, this uh, this came out in 96. They mm-hmm. formed yes. a group in 94 on an ad yes. for some heart agency. Yes. And then went through a bunch of shit, and then they uh, put this album in 96 with Virgin mm-hmm. Records. Then the movie came out, I think, in 98. And the movie was Spice World. The album mimicked the movie, called mm. it Spice World. Oh, and the true, first true, 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 true. song and single was Spice, Spice Up, Up Your Life. Life. All the boys and the girls. Yes, yeah. of course. For sure. Spice World as a whole like changed my young boy life. That was the first, like I was saying, it was the first time I was ever like, oh, girls are pretty. And then we would like watch it every All single right, time Friday. Out, time out. <laughs> Who was your favorite Spice Girl? Yes. Oh, Ginger Spice for life. Ginger Spice? Yeah. All right, high five on that one. Yes. It's so hard to pick a Who, favorite. It's favorite? almost like, you know. All right, give me your top your... three of the top five. <gasps> oh, gosh, no. <laughs> in order. I yes. I know, I can't exclude two. Rank them in order I, of your favorite. I always favorite. like, oh, actually, fine. I do have a top three then. I have to exclude both of the Melanies, to be honest. Mm. Um, I always wait, loved... wait, 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 wait. There's more than one Melanie Mel in this Mel B group? and Mel C. Okay, yes. So we'll go Dude. through this real quick just so we have Was there ever a Mel A? No. Like, did they just skip? That's so funny. How no, dare there should have been. How dare you with that? There was actually originally it was it was Melanie C, Melanie B, mm-hmm. Ginger, Jerry Hallowell, and Victoria Adams, not Beckham at that point. And there was another girl who was there not was. Emma Bunton, who was not Baby Spice. It was a different girl. Whoa. And I read just a Quickly upon internet research, one story said she was fired and replaced by Emma Bunton. Mm-hmm. Another story said that she left the group because her mother had gotten ill. 
and I then saw replaced that. by Emma yeah. Bunton. Why so either she was, maybe both. it was both, right? She was fired because her mother was ill, which is tragic. But oh, we're gonna have to let you go because your mother is <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. But that's how yeah, Baby Spice got into the group. Is that like the fi- like the sixth? Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Yeah, this is like yeah, this is like, like the what fifth was, Beatle kind of situation. Y- y- what was that sixth Spice Girl's name? I think her name was Michelle. It was Michelle not Spice? Melanie. No, <laughs> she was paprika. Spice. No, <laughs> I guess on that note, uh, I had an interesting thought. I want to also ask you guys um, if you had a Spice Girl's name, what oh, would your Spice name be? Very good, right? Very good question. I, I was able to think about it a little bit, so I can go first. Okay, I think yeah, I yeah. would be like Monkey Spice, or <laughs> that sounds like dank. I, I don't know, right? <laughs> Yo, it's your boy Monkey Spice in the house. Oh yeah. I feel like that goes with like monkey bread, so like I'd be into that maybe. Oh. Yeah, cinnamon, <laughs> some cinnamon action, cinnamon some nutmeg, you know, a little what? brown sugar. Patty, what about you? I would be delicious. No, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. Not ready? Oh, I'd be ratchet it. spice. <laughs> 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 oh my god, yeah, that would be my uh, that would be my spice name, ratchet spice, and I would do all obviously all the rap verses in the spice discography in the spice world yeah in the spice world <laughs> in the world of spice i would be the dude driving spice. the bus meatloaf on spice world yes it was meatloaf that's was right meatloaf. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't that wild that that was meatloaf but <laughs> solid cameo right we'll probably just talk about the movie right that's what we're doing today instead <laughs> We have to talk about all things Spice. And that's the important thing about girl power, right? It was just all-encompassing when they hit the scene. It was their music. And it was their merchandising. Mm. I don't. I mean, maybe you boys weren't as involved in the merchandising as I was as a young girl. Uh, they the, had the, the Chupa Chup, like uh, lollipops. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, I was they had to the, the, the Baby rocks, Spice, yes. You know, like uh, the stuff. And they had the Barbie dolls. They had the Spice Barbie dolls. So like, you know, what they looked like from the wannabe uh, video. As oh, no. well as the Spice world barbie dolls and we had them all they had so much stuff remember they did the pepsi commercial right they were you know like even the whole spice world movie is kind of making fun of all the all the ways that they kind of sold out and you know like just incorporated that they totally owned it yeah it was was actually like a funny movie like right no i don't know if it holds up i will watch it again i was gonna say let's watch it and then come back and talk about it (laughs) i think it was just like the 20 year that it came out so that's That's true if it was 97 then yeah yeah, that'd make more sense i'm so old isn't uh, it wild? I'm old spice, time? dude. <laughs> <laughs> Baby spice and old spice. <laughs> but yeah, like I think one thing that you pointed out was definitely like the whole branding of mm. the album was girl power. It was yeah. like yeah. the explosion of girl power. Uh, blah blah blah, um, girl power. And oh, yeah. every single lyric and every single like song topic through and through the entire album was like, this is what we're touching on. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. all about girl power. Yes. Feminism to the fullest. Yes. But feminism in like a super accessible late 90s sort of way. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. where, you know, it's just these like five British girls and with the peace signs and they're such fun and look how diverse we are. And mm. it was just a grand time. And I guess everybody just ate it up. Look at their success. I did. And how we're still yeah. talking about it, you know, 20 it. years later. And they may go on tour again. Have you guys heard this? I heard. I've heard yes. the, the rumors and the rumblings yes. that. They're bringing the spice back to bring the spice 2018, back. We need to spice back to our life. Right? Yes, we Jeez. need to spice up this life. Two hours oh, later, we're done recapping the movie, <laughs> and I feel fulfilled. Um, but yeah, like I think like the best way to to kick off talking about spice is 
with the, one of the best kickoff songs of all time, the banger mm. of Wannabe. Well, oh, yeah. well, hold up a second. Hold up a second. You, you better not seem, dispute this. Go ahead. You, you guys can't seem, hold up on Wannabe, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys seem to be avid fans of this so far, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to put it out there that I'm not too keen on a lot of this. Like, Were you not at the time? Are you now not in hindsight? I mean, it was, Explain yourself before. It was present. Okay, so th- this whole album came out when I was in middle school, and it was there. So it was like, ew, ew, girl stuff. So mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm. pick sides. So like, that was that. I never really picked it up and listened to it. Going back now and listening to it, like, I, yes. I don't think it exudes yes, feminism at all. I don't think it, <laughs> no. like... I think it's it's almost ratchet. <laughs> it is ratchet spice, dude. <laughs> That's that was your your name. By the way, I'd be peppermint spice. I thought about that. yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, we almost let you get so, away yeah. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put that out there. Um, I do have to say, I was surprised listening to it now how some of the songs were much more like there was much more innuendo than yeah. I was aware Yo, of as yeah. a yeah. You as were, a yeah as an under ten year old just singing along like you know. Let's make love to you. You know, all that kind of stuff. I like your I'm shirt. Like, I'm like a little child. Why am I saying let's make love? And there was a couple songs stuff, that like you know? didn't make this album that were like, like one was I legitimately think like See You Next Tuesday or like. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I read like, that. Yeah. 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 When I was yeah. like looking into They're the album cheeky. itself, they had a. Cheeky Brits. Yeah. They, there was a lot that was in there. Like Love Thing, Last Time Lover, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Go, like Naked. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, yeah, that they would, I think they had like performed a couple of times when they performed that song, like they kind of have like the chair backwards and like they would yes. look like disrobed, you know, I'm just like, oh my God. It was like a little girl like, I think they're naked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like how I'm like, like cheeky scandalous, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a child. I, I don't know if I should be exposed to those sorts of things. I don't think I would have like accepted it as a teen pop album which is what it was marketed as it's like mm. hey girls you want to mm. be like us guys want us kind of thing. yeah i think it was more of an r&b soul sort of i was album surprised too by than... hearing all the r&b influences like yeah. now almost every song had like a slow rap verse yeah to it. i was like yeah. who's got the mm-hmm. who's got the skills it was on really the mic? it was really weird though listening to those spice girls uh, rap though uh, Oh, we needed ratchet bring spice. It. Bring uh, it. Bring uh, it. There was a lot. It's just, mostly, I think, Ginger and Scary who kind of do that. I was so curious who, parts, you know? who was rapping because, like, yeah. I'd never seen them live or perform or just, I only know well, the wannabe Shane, video. you're in luck. You can see them this summer. Oh potentially, potentially. 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 Let's get our The full cast of Spice World, the movie. Meatloaf. Yeah, he'll be he'll be opening and for them. <laughs> yes, yeah. But like, w- w- kind of touching on the whole like tonally, what that album even sounded like. Mm. Coming back to it, there was a lot of that R and B like oh, New yeah. Jack Swing vibe to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But like, man, there was so much I was listening to now that I was like, if it was produced today, would not hold up. Mm. Yeah. For that, for example, like one of the major things is at the time, Auto Tune was not. Not like yet. a big thing at all. It wasn't even no. like utilized on this album at all, really. From what from what I looked at the background of it, and you can really tell because all their vocals were very like low and breathy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nothing powerful, nothing strong. I was just like, this is passable, yeah. like barely passable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what's funny? Uh, Auto tune didn't become a real big pop thing until Cher, Cher. 
Do You Believe in Love. She really? was the, yeah. one of the first major artists to use it on a major pop single. Yeah. And right. Kanye thanks her so much for yeah. every day. Or like uh, every day. Future, <laughs> even Future and uh, uh, everybody, every every uh, SoundCloud rapper now out yeah. today. Yeah. That's like become a thing. But, like, but even, oh my God. Exactly. Yeah, it made a whole <laughs> career. Yeah. Yeah. He started yeah. using it but as like he's a, actually a really sound talented beside rather than a tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely a stylistic choice. Now, do you, you think know? Cher did it as a, a tool or was it because she can't sing anymore? <laughs> tool. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I think that she knew she had the star power to kind of release anything and yeah, it would yeah. just kind of be a I hit. And I, I think it was just very futuristic, right? Yeah. There was kind of this it was like. wobble. Yeah, there yeah. was this time too. I don't know. What was that? Early 2000s? Do you believe in that? You know, like that was millennium. There was like kind of like the Matrix. I don't know. It felt like a time where like technology or futuristic, perhaps. Maybe it was like that whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it was just kind of... Yeah, just but like an aesthetic so many, choice. And so many yeah. albums today are so touched up by like oh, yeah. by auto tune. They auto-tune. start with yeah. it. They start. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't have to you don't have chops in. So like anytime you see someone like performing live or anything like that, I'm just yeah. like, "Oh yeah. I, I appreciate when you yeah. can tell that they can really sing through it." Yeah, Even sure. though there's live auto tune rigs rigs that are possible like now, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like a lot of people don't want to put that money forth either. And that's why mm-hmm. I really like to see the Spice Girls live. They do go live. <laughs> I, you see, know they have the vocal chops. Not yeah. not because, you know, I want to see them in their costume changes. <laughs> it's because of their artistic abilities. They're honest about it. They're and- low breathy <laughs> vocals and rap skills. Yes. It's funny. For sure. I was I listened to this on title and their description of the album or like oh, a review of it, it yeah. was Spice doesn't need to be original to be entertaining, nor do the Spice Girls need to be good singers. It just oh. has to be executed well. Mm. And innocuous dance pop of Spice is infectious. I feel like there's a little shade there from title. <laughs> yeah, a little harsh um, review. Yeah. Respect a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit what you're saying, though. Like, these girls aren't super talented. Mm-hmm. They I don't mean, have right. full they, they diva voices. I think uh, the ad kind of asked for energetic, street smart, uh, charismatic girls who can also sing and dance. You mm-hmm. know, this wasn't like you need to have, you know, 10 years singing experience. You know, you need to be this kind of performer. It was definitely driven more by their personalities and by, the flavor yeah, it was of definitely their built, spice the flavor of the that spice. they brought. It definitely was built more for the entertainment aspect yeah. of it as opposed to like we're a vocal powerhouse, mm-hmm. like we're the female British boys to men. Because that's what I'd I think be down of, for that. What I think if of when I think of 90s I need Adele and like two to three to. other people. <laughs> I think that might be my discrepancy is that I, would, I grew up with this ideology of these are hot girls being sold as hot girls. Yeah. Dancing you know, around yeah. like hot girls. For and if me, it was like, sold as I never this saw them as hot, you know? It's women's. So uh, they were boys just always men. pretty. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Spice the girls. Don't disrespect like, like that. Boys no, but I, I totally I totally do agree. Like it was it was sold like that. But mm-hmm. some of the cool things about the album as a whole that I was actually shocked about, because mm-hmm. my first thing was like, okay, who was the production team? Mm-hmm. Who was the one writing all these songs? If you look, um, every credit is all five of the Spice Girls writing a majority of the songs. So I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where you get a lot of the like the uh, the rap s- sense of it in there because I know that they were very keen on that. Or you even look at like the, the lyrical content, you're like, this is not yeah, strong. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I, you know, in hindsight now, like I was like, let me look at the lyrics, mm-hmm. let me look at mm-hmm. rap genius and see what you know what's mm-hmm. really the song about. It's like, oh, it's just what it's literally that about. Was also yeah. If you want to be my lover. You gotta bang all my friends. I don't think that's what it means, right? No, I think it means like you gotta understand my friends. You gotta be with them, right? 
like so I have just to so be we have that conversation with your posse and they broke I down sleep with you oh man you could have made such a better pun but i don't want to say it <laughs> i didn't doubt your posse yeah yeah like that that but that song dude just straight up off the bat was I still know way more lyrics than I yeah. would like to yeah. admit, it's and like, I get yeah. down at this song oh, at yeah. most weddings. I'm pretty sure everybody does. At yeah, this and point, it's gotta be like top five karaoke, mm-hmm. right? Like of you all know? time. And like I looked at the uh, the credits too, like, mm. and I think at that t- time and place, singers and lyricists were lyricists. Singers mm-hmm. were lyricists. If you were singing something, you were expected to write it. Yeah. Until like the Max Martins took over for the Britney Spears and mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that's when you started seeing other people write lyrics. I guess more. But yes. it's funny, I feel like now there's kind of a callback to they want, you want like your artist to at least pretend that they had like a hand in the writing and the yeah. music and the producing process of things. You know, you'll see like Kesha talking about how all of this, this new album's from mm. her heart, you know, Lady Gaga, Joanne is from her heart, you know, all these sort of things. So now we're kind of shifting back away from like just the pop produced melody and kind of wanting Brought to that. you by Max Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And going back to that soulful was, personal touch. I was really looking to see if Max was on this one too. Right. I got but the it's Simon it Fuller. Yeah. And he was But he was know, a management. He yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. like producing. I think the the duo Absolute was yes. producing the, mm-hmm. the beats behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Huge that, behind a lot of Brit, yeah. British pop right there. Because I was yeah. like one thing one thing I was like, I need to see who wrote these and I need to see what, like how they did it and who was the team behind it and like what else did they work on so I can kind of call back to it. But like that duo has their hand in everything, like mm. Kylie Minogue. Oh. From, like they wrote pretty much all every single Kylie Minogue song. Like yeah. if you look through <laughs> what they did, so it's like they had a huge team around them. And I'm like, like so curious, like how did you get from just like five random girls to we're working with this crazy duo? You know what I mean? Because I feel like at the time, like the you, like even like boy bands or girl bands or um, any like pop artists, they had to have like a real reason for producers and people of that level to want to work with them so like what mm. was it with the spice girls specifically that made that people want to work with them because yeah. like if you looked at like nsync or anything like that like one of the mo- like the like the major powerhouse pop group like those guys could all sing except for like maybe one and like they all can like tear it up on the Chris dance floor is the one who can't sing. Yeah, i was gonna know. <laughs> hey i was gonna leave it remain nameless but since we call out chris if you're listening <laughs> We're calling you out. Yeah. Chris couldn't sing. Joey Fat One couldn't. Uh, okay. He, he was the one who couldn't dance. Right. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's exactly it. I was like so curious as to like what, how, like how did that make it happen? Especially as like a failed musician in the sense that like oh, I man. never, hey, as a fail, like we ne- like never got the band yet. off the ground, never made it happen. I was like, how do people, how do people make this happen? Like, how does this work? So especially when I guess maybe they were bringing a lot of like, a lot of the songs, a lot of the music, a lot of the production to the team to kind of work with it. That's actually was very impressive. I was like, oh, snap. They wrote all the lyrics to Wannabe? All right. <laughs> yeah. But then you look at the lyrics to Wannabe and you're like, okay, like I could see how. You know, it's just kind of like fun things you blurt out like in a group, you know? like How to hang out with so all catchy. my friends in yeah. a rap verse. Want to zig a zig ah, you know, that's it. Anybody down and zig a zig ah. That's what you want to yeah, do. What the heck is a zig a zig ah? So, I don't Did know. anybody research that? Yeah, I did. We... I don't know. There was one theory, and I didn't really like it. Another theory was basically, like, it means, you know, like, just in the way that milkshake means, like, like you know, your essence kind of thing. Like, zig zig I mean, it's just like, yeah, like, just live your life. Wait, milkshake doesn't mean the, the two chestels? It no. means so much more. Okay. <laughs> I feel enlightened now. Thank yeah, you. But, you know, another thing about the album that I thought was, like, really 
like as someone who has a background in music, like singer songwriter type of situation like that, looking at it, like a, that from that lens, I was just like every song is structured exactly the same. Yeah, there were so many like mm-hmm. little piano hits, like eh, 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 like driving the yeah. beat, driving the beat through, and I was like, oh man, every and like there's so many weird little noises and like pop noises in there that yeah, that yeah. i was just like this is wacky like, like why the spanish you... guitar a little like solo at some point the harmonica Wait, solo can we, can we go back to well yes, yes the harmonica solo in the same song where she sing jerry right jerry jerry, jerry Hall, she, yeah. ginger spice ginger. sings in spanish yes 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 for like yeah. a long time. Yeah, she's for like a verse. She has and a some half. Spanish in her, yeah. in her background. Yeah. But now that I don't know the sense. percentage of her family okay. group, but yeah. But I'm like, why is the British <laughs> pop <group laughs> singing in They were international and from the start. It's last you know? known. Spice up the world. Right there. I can't. But I, can't I do this. have a fun fact about the harmonica solo in Say You'll Be mm-hmm. There. Uh, by the way, like that video is amazing. It I don't know if you got to see no, it. What, They're in the desert. Happens? They're wearing pleather, and it's like is that sci-fi. the one in, in black in, and white? No. I think it's two become one. Right? Yeah, I think that's two become uh, one. Where they're like in Times Square, kind of. Uh, yeah, like, like okay. slow mo stuff. Things yeah. are going by. Yeah, like cars and cats, lights and um, everything. But in say you'll be there. They have the harmonica solo. You know, playing the guy who plays the harmonica solo. I wrote down his name. And his name is Judd Lander. He did the harmonica solo on Karma Chameleon. Isn't that crazy that they scored that guy? They got the Karma Chameleon <laughs> guy? <laughs> For the harmonica. Uh, straight up didn't know Karma Chameleon had. I was yeah, about to say. in the beginning. I don't, I can't like verbalize it, you know, in the harmonica. You don't want to scat the harmonica. I know, I know. Yeah, that's how it starts, right? With the harmonica. But anyways, Uh. they scored that guy. And I feel like that's a pretty cool deal. That's a big deal. And that's a cool claim to fame for this harmonica guy that he's been to of. Listen, man. Like the biggest harmonica songs, you know? For sure, for sure. Harmonica features. If you're going to crush on the harmonica, like it's like Bob Dylan and that guy. Yeah. Are the two dudes. Are we about to play some sports? Because you're doing a lot of stretching. Uh, How? I'm gonna go die now. Right. <laughs> How? How are these the biggest harmonica songs? That's biggest all I know, har- man. What? What other harmonica song solos are there? I mean, besides There's... by like my villain and what Stevie Wonder, right? <laughs> like not... besides those two, you know, historic the artists. The River Bruce had a solid intro harmonica sitch okay, you just knocked sometimes. out like the guy who made harmonicas and guitar playing and then you even did, like uh neil young like okay so ugh. there are many opportunities for harmonicas to make an appearance in music in folk like bluesy yeah but rock not in my british pop all right <laughs> british pop <laughs> twice <laughs> with this guy yeah, okay, okay right. let me let me narrow down that, my that's a big my, that's a big my, right. yeah that's my big admiration system, yeah. for this guy judd is the leading expert in harmonica playing for british pop songs yeah he nailed it. put okay. that twice. on my mantle all right? <laughs> nailed i'll take it that twice <laughs> man so like after wannabe like i feel like that song in itself is was such a banger oh yeah there's no way like, that thing was so fire like I just remember being Dude. everywhere. It mm-hmm. was piano. everywhere. Yeah, it was everywhere. Dan-an. Yeah. Dan-an. Bam, 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 bam. 
to down. Can we talk about that sound? Because it was such a classic 90s MIDI. Yeah. It was so yes. fake good. and so like pop dancey thing, but it was Ugh. so it's so throughout the album. This album so is good. is is bursting at the seams with like late 90s MIDI work. Mm, it's just so tasty tidbits. I love it. Oh, mm. it's so I think it's it so goes, much. It definitely goes back into what you were saying, how they're recording. And this was the time when they weren't using digital. It was still mm-hmm. on tape and everything. Yeah, so yeah. like you have that raw feel and that like real like <laughs> you really felt it. Yeah, yeah. It was it's it's definitely like one of those things where it's just like that's all they could do at the time to make it pop and like like pop music like centric. So I, I can't imagine like what that recording process was like of like let's all right let's put some horns here and like why you know but like let's let's just do it though just, yeah. yeah 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 no well it worked out I loved it well I would say it worked out they became the uh, hottest girl group in the world sold the most girl group albums in the world yeah yeah this, ever. this album crushed it they were the mm-hmm. fastest rising uh artist Br- britannian am i saying that right britannia britannia encyclopedia british encyclopedia britannica let's say british they're the fastest <laughs> yeah i like that rising british artists since the beatles so like they yeah. had to be doing something right but like yeah. i still listen to it and i'm like how is this right I don't get it's, it. I, you know, like looking, listening back to this album, you know, I was like, great. Now I get to look at it as somebody who's older, maybe a little more wiser. I get to really look at the lyrics and see the musical breakdown. But really, I played it in my car and it was just about feel. It's just about jamming along yeah. to these songs. And for me, it's so nostalgic because I've jammed to these okay. songs, you know, when I was younger and it just brings such joy. It doesn't matter that they're they're basically having a rotate. Careful what you say. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me think about this. There was one song I wrote the note down, but it felt like it was a rotating orgy because every what tell me the song. Yeah, pick up your paper. I'm gonna have to find the note, but it felt like they rotated because they do this a lot. They move from one vocalist to the next vocalist. They did that really well. They did. It was very. And I was actually one of the most impressive parts of it, like on a musical side of it, is like how they moved. Yeah, it is pretty seamless. Just the way they kind of like take turns. There was this one song that... Oh, I think I know which song you mean. They, um, they, the lyrics are so... like That's the thing. It's This this group is all about feel and the dance feel. It's not really okay. about what they're saying. But when you tune into what they're saying, it becomes a little bit like, what the fuck? And then there's this one song that they switch from vocalist to vocalist. Mm-hmm. And it's so sensual I'm and gonna sexual. Guess it. Is what? it love thing? No. Oh, no, it's not. Because they have that part where it's like, oh, so bold, bold and oh, so strong. Gotta get, get this and you gotta go on. And like they Wait, are kind no. of just like going. Is oh, it you know. Last Time Lover? I think it's Last Time Lover. No. Oh, because that is a very breathy song. It that is, is like very so, TLC breathy. You know? so breath. They're but, both very sexual and sen- uh, sensual themselves. But the one I had that thought where it's like, is this a rotating orgy? Like <laughs> girls are just coming in and they're saying sexy things and then they're leaving. <laughs> I want to know. Is it's it um, naked? chat roulette. No, it's it's two become one. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Want to make love to you, baby? Yeah. And then like, what was it? Want to make love to you, baby? And then uh, I need some love like I never need love before. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like that's, I had a little love now I'm back for more. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I was a child singing these things. You know, like it's so weird. Like I've I slapped w- my child singing these things. Like, like let's make love. You know. How did you become one, mom? You know, uh. <laughs> I, I have a little story for that, too. I remember, like, being in a cafeteria at school, 
And uh, my friend at the time, Cassandra is her name. I'll give her a shout out. I'm not a friend anymore. So if she ever listens to this, she'll know it's her. But <laughs> she says, you don't know what to become one is about. And I was like, well, well what is it about? <laughs> and she brings me over. She whispers in my ear, sex. <laughs> and I am a child. <laughs> I almost just spit out my water. This is a true story. I'm a child, but I was super sheltered. So I thought she just meant like gender, you know, like male and female. So I'm like, okay, like lackluster <laughs> sort of reveal there. It, and it just didn't make sense till years later what she meant. And in this song, there is a lyric that says, be a little bit wiser, baby, put it on. And that's literally like a shout out to condoms. So like yeah. this song was just super sexual. So yeah, I guess the, yeah. the rotating sort of orgy like ideal thing you Especially got there the is not entirely wrong. Next time you listen to that song, you'll never unhear that orgy. Basically, that's happening. Vocally. <laughs> just a constant orgy of vocals. The night where five become one. There you <laughs> go. That used to be like my running joke with this this song specifically is like tonight, the night mm. when three become one. And that's like the, oh, it's a three way. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. And I would be such a child and I would sing that with my mom <laughs> while it was on KTU, which is like the quintessential yes. New York pop dance, station. Yeah. Dance, yeah. dance song. Mm-hmm. We skipped right over Say You'll well, Be well, There. We'll get there. but The like, harmonica. But- harmonica solo. <laughs> dude. Dudes, my dudes, mm-hmm. real quick. If we're talking about this baby making music, the two become one, then we have to bring up the fact that it sounds like Savage Garden. Oh, it sounds it like does. truly madly deeply. Oh. That was the first thing that popped in my head. So mm. first it was right. yeah, truly right. madly deeply, and then second was rotating vocal orgy. Mm-hmm. Dude, there was that plus like a ton, a ton of like intense strings and horns in that song. Just strings yeah, yeah. and horns. The tension was real. <laughs> and like yeah. a, that, like pretty much like truly madly deeply, take the drum track through that and then throw different strings and horns on it. S- same song. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I hear that. I hear it. Same yeah. kind of 90s MIDI vibe between oh, the two. Oh, yeah. All of it. Like that late 90s, beautiful, beautiful MIDI. Yeah. <laughs> the clenching, the slow clenching of the fist and like the soulful singing, like, I'll be your dream <laughs> Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Can you do that in falsetto, though, please? <laughs> I'll be your oh, no. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I know this is like the funny thing about that, like a music podcast. Like, how do we get through all this without sounding like we can't sing, but wanting to sing the well, parts? Shane, so that's why we're doing a podcast because we can't sing. There we go. Failed music career. All right, bring it full yes. circle. The funny thing was like after that, like I feel like these three songs were like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And obviously One, two, because punch, yeah. because three singles came out of this, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then after that, they're like, oh, love thing. And it just drops off dramatically. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they tried to bring the energy back up in the album. But I was just like, this is where, like, re-listening to this album, I was just like, oh, let me uh, mm-hmm. let me go ahead and get through this. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. that was the general vibe of, of love thing for me. Like, I was just like, we're yeah. trying to make this happen. We're trying to make it look good. But, like, I, like... It had a really good New Jack Swing vibe to it, which is like my jam of all times. I love me some New Jack Swing. Like, um, thinking of a couple like 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 Jodeci, Teddy Riley, that classic sound, the okay. like Bill Beth DeVoe. Like, it had that vibe to it. And again, we had the like the little rap parts mm-hmm. in there. And I was just like, I guess I'll get through this song. That was like my general vibe of love thing. I like how you name dropped it on that one. 
hard. Mm. Well, well, I can't boom, say boom, new. Boom, I can't boom, say boom. new jack swing and then be like, you know, kind of like that sound, and then not reference the fact that I know what that actually means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, love thing is all right, but certainly like. Again, listening it to it now, the whole album, it's like, all right, I know where the bangers are, you know, yeah. and just they dished it to us in the first three songs. Yeah. They didn't really leave yeah. us like wanting more, kind so, of. So yeah, by the time you get past those three, it's like, quick, all right, then, let me keep listening. But how, how many times have you listened to the album in your lifetime? Oh, like innumerable in the '90s. Like I, I don't even know, countless times. <laughs> Uh, and then recently, at least once. Recently, <laughs> a few times. Before that, probably like. Maybe every time my mom drove in the car, she yeah. would pop this in yeah. to the cassette player. Yeah. And then that would Shout be Shout out it. to Shane's mom. Shout out to Shane's mom. <laughs> Shane's mom is a big influence on my 90s music tastes. Mm. Was she a big Spice Girls fan? No, we were more like LaBouche and LaBouche-esque type bangers from KTU. Like pretty much it was on 103.5. Okay. We were solid. Like that was the go-to mom's mom. Mi- mom's minivan was the dance van. Dance van, a mm, lot of dance van, bus, and a yeah. lot of like yeah. Melissa Etheridge. Okay, you know, okay. I could tell my mom was going it's through things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like looking back, she either wanted to dance or experience some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just a great life motto. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so Dude. we're on the topic of singles. Let's get to the three singles. Wannabe. We've kind of skipped over it. Uh, Let's talk I mean, about it. I mean, we talk, I feel like we hit that hard. I feel like we hit Wanna Be pretty hard. I feel like the one we didn't really focus on was like Say You'll Be There. Say You'll Be There. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it's Wanna Be like. Yeah. Just for Wanna Be, I just have to say that's also an iconic music video. That, you know, this is discology. So we're just talking about the albums, not really the visual well, no, stuff, it's, too. It's literally but... everything involved with it. Oh, gosh. You that, know a good story I mean, about Ginger Spice. I mean, by all means, tell it. Like, <laughs> did she break a chair over Baby Spice's head one time? Do you know that? This was not like WWE. I'm just kind making of stuff up. <laughs> WWE no. style. No, it was like a TLC. Like, with Live TLC and Spice oh, Girls. Yeah. yeah. Spice on Girls TRL. versus TLC. Yeah. 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 Live on, on MTV. TR- How many MTV, acronyms TRL. can we use? Yeah, it's right. The Spice Girls take on. Oh, well, that was like, um, remember the claymation? Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Yeah, celebrity yeah, Deathmatch. Yeah, celebrity yeah, Deathmatch. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch, Death Bowl 98. They can dance, but can they kick ass? The Spice Girls take on Hanson. They, I think they had the Spice Girls, and I think I remember seeing it as a child and just being mortified that they would like I use them in such a, a way. I think I remember like Jerry, I mean, Jerry as a... Like a little claymation wrestler. <laughs> Didn't they all fight each other? Was that what it was? I like they vaguely remember, but I, it just mm. occurred to me that that was the thing. But girl yeah. power. Blah blah blah. Um, girl power. Feminism. I know, but MTV. But MTV. MTV. Yeah. MTV. <laughs> and like the generation of like Beavis and Butthead, you know, just had to take like something and like let's make it dumb, you know. Just... They South Parked it pretty <laughs> yeah. much. It was like the yeah. whole vein of that. But like you know, going back to want to be like, I feel like we definitely didn't talk about the video and like we didn't. I just feel like they were just going through doors. Just like, let's go down <laughs> it was, this door. It was in a hotel, and they were kind of like crashing the hotel. And I think it was kind of like a bougie event that was sort of happening. And they were just there. They were just girl power. They Sporty were there. They are having kicking fun. In her kicking, doing a little backflip thing. You know, they're just there. They're having fun. And then they leave. And that's the way to live life. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we hire them to do that? Can they just mm-hmm. burst in here, just kick stuff around, <laughs> and then leave? I'd be so upset. You just been spiced. <laughs> you just, been you just spiced. got spiced. Because when I remember that video, like I like I 
just remember them dancing and like yeah, in the face, like shaking energy. their heads and, yeah, and just... coming through doors mm-hmm. and like walking downstairs. <laughs> and then the and stairs then more doors. and they dance in the staircase, yeah. you know. So what are you like known iconic. for? Oh, I, I come through doors and yeah. I'm just kicking ass and coming through doors. That's what the director Sickening, was like. It's like, yeah. I see, I see us just like bursting through the scene. I mean, well, hey, if you want to get really metaphorical, yeah, they're bursting yeah. I onto think, the I see scene, what you're doing there. Yeah, Bursting exactly. into each Boom. room. They're opening doors for girl power. Like we all this stuff is happening. Yeah. And then they left. Because what was interesting to me, too, just kind of like zooming out and just thinking about the Spice Girls, their their fame lasted, what, two years, right? It was just like a major two-year, two- to three-year phenomenon. And then they were kind they of... They dropped off hard. Yeah. Because then like, Jerry no, left. Because no. Ginger. Go ahead. They, they I mean... Well, in, 96 in, is when this came out, yeah. right? Even like late 97. And I think the other album came out in 97 or 8... 98, the company, the movie, right? Yeah, and then I think 98, 97's movie, and then Ginger leaves. Okay, so here's a quick fun fact. It was 98 that Ginger left because I went to the concert. They toured. They came to PNC Bank Center in New Jersey, and I went to see them. We had lawn seats. Of course. Love the lawn Um, seats. It was June of 98. Yeah, who gets actual seats? Who gets actual seats? (laughs) Gotta find those people. (laughs) I don't know. Bougie people. Yeah. But we bought the tickets when there were five members of the Spice Girls, and then by by the time the tour came around to the U.S., oh, no. Ginger had announced her departure. You only saw and four so of the I spices. only saw four of them there, and it was just devastating as a child. Like, I definitely cried. We went, and we had a great time, but I'm just saying I'm still hurt, but... Who did the whole verse in Spanish then? That's what I need to know. If Ginger's not there to hold it down, did they just skip that song? They had adobo spice come up. Adobo spice. <laughs> And she came up for that verse only. When they toured, like, what was like, what songs did they play? Just like, just, I think they just played their just the, the th- major th- hits and everything. These three singles yeah. over and over. No, over no, no. Because by that point, they had had the two albums. So you know, yeah. they had "Spice Up Your Life," they had "Stop," they had um, right, they had other songs. From so the they second had a good album. tight ten minute set. No, no, tight no, ten, no. Yeah, I do have to say though, no, I did they... see the Spice Girls again when they came around in like oh seven oh eight. So that yeah, time I got tour. to finally see all five of them together. And that well, was very rewarding. Was that cathartic to like... That was. You know, I, I really past. needed... I needed that closure for myself to be like, I saw the Spice Girls because the first time felt like incomplete, obviously. Four like, out of five, you know? I still think we should put Ginger Spice on blast for that because she let... She knows it. She knows it. World Girl, of little it. girls down. And by... one little boy, me. <laughs> Definitely let me down. And hey, I mean, she probably let down like all the management people, yeah. you know, all oh, the yeah. merchandising people, the <laughs> timing. everything else with it, you know. Yeah, it, they were on top of the world and they they were a money-making machine. It was it was something. You know what probably made her leave? I think it was the alien touching her boob. <laughs> I think that That's definitely... That's probably a deal for Oh, my God! No, you've done it now. How creepy was that? Like, wow, that just came to me right now. Like, the creepiest thing of all time. The alien touches her boob and then she leaves. Because I was really hoping for a Spice World too, and mm. then she ruined my whole. Well, maybe. Yeah. maybe I mean, that would be yeah. If There's if they didn't come back for a tour, I'd like them to come back for Spice World too. That'd be great. They did come back too for the London closing ceremonies, the Olympics right, that right, they right. had. They came out in their little buggies and stuff, and they did. I feel like, like in a, a world of, of remakes right now, like everything is being remade. Like yeah. movie wise, let's remake the Spice Girls, dude. Yeah. Let's like have their kid like set it up as like it's their kids they come out as like like it's mama spices harmony. Oh, just gosh. kidding 
<laughs> oh my god yeah but like how insane would that be like they do a sequel to the movie yeah and it's like it reintroduces mm. new spices like into new, your new life. spices and then mama spice or the collective known as mama spice yeah and they and they only everyone. play the song mama when she's on screen oh my yeah. god can we i've been waiting to get to mama because it is rough there's just so shape, much we have to talk about. I know. I feel yeah. like we're like, okay, so you'll be like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's keep it going, let's keep it going. All right, okay, yeah. <laughs> to become one, yeah, yeah, really creepy sexual in your right now. All right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> love thing, obviously, let's not even talk about it. Last time lover is not even a real song. All right. No, like, I feel like, yeah, I can't wait Mama. for us to get to Mama, but like, I feel like just finishing up, like, talking about, like, love thing, that was just like, one of those ones where it's like, let's get to the banger. And then, mm. then you get into last time lover, and mm. I was just like, very early. It had like the funkiest bass line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Funky. Super funky. It yeah. kicks with the funky bass. Literally the last half of it. Like, oh, <laughs> How did that go? No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the last half of this album, it definitely, it's all fat 90s bass. It's yeah. Like, mm. it, it borderlines porno bass. When you it, did that, that sounded very like porno Yeah, but I didn't know know if I heard that when I listened to the album. <laughs> we're a mixture between Seinfeld and porno. Seinfeld. And that's the baseline they were going for. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that song was just all like funky ass bass. Mm-hmm. And then what blew my mind re-listening is like there was another rap breakdown. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes. I didn't know that they yeah, were so they heavy. There. Yeah, they went there a bunch, yeah. Yeah, I was like, they had like, what? I was like, they rapped? When did that happen? And I didn't know. And I was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We had the funky bass line and rap, and that's all I got out of that song. That's the <laughs> only thing I want got to. But then I, we get to Mama. Yeah. Right. I really, I have. You really wanted to talk about Mama. It, you just like fast tracked it. I literally too, wrote yeah. down whack as hell. <laughs> wow. Mom and daughter relationship. It's like wow. It's if, it's girl power. Girl power. Your mom whack. Yeah. Your yeah. song whack. Your relationship yeah. with your mother whack. <laughs> right. That's exactly how I felt about it, man. His hair whack. His gear whack. His jewelry whack. His footsteps whack. Like I was just like, this is so late 90s let's connect with daughters and pull on their heartstrings and like mm-hmm. the moms at the at the concert will like right. oh we'll yeah, we'll yeah. get into this, this. Is we'll for definitely us. love that yeah. You know? yeah like but actually i i totally dug the music production side of it like they mm-hmm. had like the uh the acoustic guitar going it was mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. reminiscent of like 90s alt rockish like mm-hmm. very awesome sounding but again yeah. it went super low with the breathy vocals in there too like they yeah. literally had like a uh, yeah. Like that was the harmony. Was yeah. that? Like I'm not off on that. Yeah. 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 And like, oh my god, the, the actual melody itself was. <laughs> yeah, it's it just kind of like, tough song. Yeah. Like, and you can hear how there's no auto tune too, like during some of those harmonies, yeah. especially for that song. So you know, it is a nice nod to real people singing, like real kind of with the real voices. Yeah. But it's also like, oh, maybe that's why we have auto tune oh, <laughs> these days. Yeah, yeah, they okay. reproduced this album. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Remaster it. <laughs> totally. Like, I, that was, I was just like, wow, how did this, this like turned, made, so made me like, go like, is the rest of the album going to be like this? Do I not remember <laughs> what else happens on here? I'm like, this is going to be a rough next 15 minutes this song, of my life. This song was definitely like their grab at like an older demographic. They yeah. knew yeah, yeah, the rest yeah. of it was going to be all about girl power. Blah, blah, girl power. This yeah. was like, let's get the moms on board. Right, We're, right. Not even go for the dads. Let's no, just go for it's the... Girl power, it's yeah. girl power. It's girl power. Your dad's yeah. not taking you to see Spice Girls. <laughs> no, my mom took me, yeah. <laughs> 
fair point. Fair yeah, point. yeah. I think it's also funny too that this song, like you said, is appealing. You know, the rest of the songs are kind of like, you know, teen girl anarchy. You know, like, you yeah. gotta get with my friends. Yeah, last party. time lover. Let's da, da, da. have fun. And then this song Mama is even saying like, oh, mom, like, thank you for being with me through like my rebellious phase. <laughs> no, know? it literally it's is. Like, like, yeah. And it's like, wait, your rebellious phase is kind of right now, isn't it? Like, Jerry. They, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's happening like right you. now. They literally Scary, say that. They you know? literally say no, that. No, yeah, yeah. The, the lyrics, you know, talk to that. <laughs> exactly. They were like, Mama, I know you're misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I don't remember the whole yeah, song, but yeah, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, And there's like a lyric where it's like, I didn't mean to be so bad. And it's like, yeah, but y'all are still crazy, right? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah, like, you're going to the royal palace, you're kissing, you know, um, who they kiss? I think Prince Charles, like on the cheek, and that's like super against like royal yes. protocol to do that kind of thing. So yeah, they're still being cheeky and bad, and they're being wild. But thank you, Mama, for helping me through that tough time. Well, yes. Mom, that's under- still happening. <laughs> Mom understands. Mom, Mom's mom always there. Mom yeah. was Mom there herself. She knows it. Right. She mm-hmm. got to go out there. You got to live life. You yeah, got to yeah. power that girl. I just couldn't believe that was like <laughs> setting me up for the rest of the album. <laughs> I was like, please don't be the rest of the album like this. Oh my god, I can't. They make definitely it did that song when I saw the reunion tour. Like I remember that. Did they really? Yeah, they played they that did. live. Yeah, they played that live. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, wait, of wait, course. Wait. I mean, if you're gonna and I think mom. that they had like uh, photographs behind them of like them as children, like with their mom and stuff. So it was like a very like like touching sort of moment, you know, kind of. All right, so that quick, quick review then. Yeah. How was that performed live? How did that go? They brought their um, moms out. <laughs> <laughs> and moms then the mo- actually sang it. <laughs> um, no, auto-tune? All, no auto-tune? No, I don't recall moms? if there was like auto-tune, but no, they performed spectacularly. That's all that I remember. And they also, just real quick, they all did a nod during the reunion tour like to maybe like a solo piece that they had kind of devised through the years. And what was great was that Posh didn't sing at all. She just kind of did a catwalk walk, and that was it. Of that course. was like, that of was course. just Victoria Beckham just being Victoria Beckham, and it was great. And we just ate it up. Yeah, did she, she even sing on this album? She she wasn't. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like the stronger singer in any of the things. And or that dancer. was always like or dance. She or, was just very posh. She was very posh about it. You know, she just let the other people do the work. You yeah. know? and that's the British royal way. Um, <laughs> Definitely the she, weakest spice. The weakest spice. But in the long run, the strongest spice. Yeah, look at her now. She's got her design, you know, her clothing line. She's got her uh, fashion stuff. She's married to uh, David Beckham. She's got beautiful children. You know, she's doing great. Earlier, you know, they didn't have longevity. Yeah, the whole buzz and thing Mm. sort of bottomed down, but like... I guess overall, they all went on to their own careers and were super successful in the UK for for decades after that. Yeah, no, I definitely know some... I mean, Melanie C., um, I turn to you. No, that's yeah. She had a couple of songs that were famous. Baby Spice was a radio Baby Spice DJ had, for... she had some songs that I know of, but probably like not their regular American public would probably be right. familiar with. Jerry had a song or two. I can't recall Melanie B did, but look at Melanie B anyways, right? She's mm. on X Factor or she's on all these sort of shows. She's America's definitely still uh, a presence and people you know know where she's at they know what she's doing she's still very relevant these days and i can't really say that are not all of them are very relevant these days definitely melanie b and definitely victoria baby spice is still like a big time bbc uh, radio right and she she hosts a lot of tv shows and stuff i don't know about sporty spice i think she might be the only one because ginger was still still doing doing her own thing like she left to do her own thing right yeah 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 which is funny though because actually sporty spice had the better solo career pretty much out of all of them i I believe so really just just what i've i can recall being exposed to she had i turned to you and she had another song um 
Yeah, that was a good one too. She okay. toured. She toured a, a, a so pretty extensively. So what do we? I mean, they all had a pretty successful rate then. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I th- I think so. Like yeah. they definitely did. Like after that, they had a pretty solid break overall. Like, like, but the fact is, like they went the two like these two albums and then kind of dissipated pretty hard after like you know Ginger left. I mean, it makes sense yeah. because like they marketed themselves so much as like, like this group. Pa- yeah, this powerhouse, and they became such like household names. It's hard to be like we're not, we're gonna get another ginger spice like it wasn't it didn't have that vibe to it and yeah. if you think about it a lot of the like any pop group once like one of the m- members left it it killed it because they became so iconic and it was really sad to see like the rest of the group try to continue Ugh, like in a so real hard, way man. Mm. yeah it's like the one the one in the group that like had the most chance to succeed would go do their thing and then succeed and then Everything else just looks so sad around. Okay, it. so real quick, it's like a Justin Timberlake leaving. I didn't. Who, you said that. I didn't say that. You said that. It's like <laughs> it's like an Aaron Carter leaving Backstreet Boys. All right, let's slow it down. Let's slow it down. It's Nick Carter. Aaron oh, sorry, Carter. Aaron, Aaron Carter's like, his brother. Aaron Carter's okay. the problem child. Production. You're right. My bad. He dated Hillary Duff. But very much, very much JT slaying yeah. it, and everyone else just falling behind. I mean, so, the Beyonce sitch. Well, yeah, mm, absolutely. Mm. So quick. Quick question. I mean, Diana Ross, right? Like, how far do we want to go? You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Reoccurring themes here. Mm. So is it those breakout stars' responsibility then to be honest about the past too? Like, sort of like help bring their other peoples up afterwards? Like, still connect? Because like, people were saying, Justin Timberlake, you're doing the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, bring You should NSYNC. bring out NSYNC. Yeah. And he didn't. he didn't. But he did for like some other performance years ago, like where he brought out NSYNC for something. I think it was the Grammys. Yo, or he missed a solid I think opportunity. It was the, the Grammys, yeah, or MTV, something, yeah. He missed a solid opportunity of like blowing everyone's mind by mm. playing like some bye 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 yeah. jams right there. Bye, bye, bye. That would have that would have been far better than playing with a blanket of Prince. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's not get off track whoa, then. If this is whoa. gonna start a thing. <laughs> R.I.P. Prince Let's stick forever. to the spice. No. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. I just feel like Prince deserved better. But anyways, that's... I appreciate that's, that. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's yeah. what I mean yeah. by that. I don't think he should have done that. He should stick to what he's now. What's, you know, he should yeah. stick to NSYNC. That was I agree, I agree. <laughs> so, like, getting past Mama was super hard. <laughs> but then it goes right into who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was back to It's the, like funky disco. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I put studio... 50, is it Studio 54? Yeah, 54. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Studio 69, bro? Like, I thought it was that. I wrote down Studio 69. I'm like, that's definitely not it. But it might as well be, have been it. I think Where? that in, um, no, it's in Austin Powers, Gold member. He works at Studio 69. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. What happens? Because yeah, my yeah, yeah. childhood was pretty much a lot of <laughs> Austin, Austin Powers. Austin Powers and Spice a lot World. Of my <laughs> Spice World and the entire Austin Powers. Trilogy? Uh, or yeah, I don't know how many there is, were. But yeah. Yeah, that was like the biggest thing. I was just like, okay, we're back into it now. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're ready we're to crush it. And yeah. it literally lifted up my spirits. I was like, okay, cool. The next couple songs I'll actually be able to live with and get through. <laughs> past yeah, Mama. They started having the catchy hooks again. Mm. And at this point in the album, I was like, damn, this is some great workout music. Mm, I would be mm. like, ready mm-hmm. to go on that treadmill yeah, just, just like, like pop, yeah. pop, 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 pop. Yeah, no, it's definitely all about feel. It's definitely that this is some feel good music. I would and- cut the rug. Hard. <laughs> I'd bring my own rug, cut it. DYOC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just cut it. <laughs> but then, like after that, like then there, it goes. It, uh, there's a little slump again. Uh, you know, they kind of go into their breathy R and B sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like you have to be ready for it. You know. Something kind of funny. I was just like, 
there's a legitimate soft-spoken portion of that where they mm-hmm. didn't rap. They were just like, again, harken back to like the 90s boys and men. Like, yeah. For, during like end of the road, he's like, hey, babe. And like that is what they did. They did the female version of it. Like, hey, babe, we're doing this right now with the super breathy voice. You know, like I was just like, oh, okay, the nineties. That was definitely the farthest from wannabe on the album. Yeah, it was the polar opposite. But it was funny. I heard Sonic the Hedgehog in it. I heard a little bit of like like there was a lot of weird noises. Yeah, like little like dings and rings, and yeah, and like it was like a jazzy R and B kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog Mm. level kind of thing that's so funny but that's me because like video games are always yeah, on my yeah, head yeah yeah that's where <laughs> yeah that, that that actually like it feels like at this point we're like well, let's just get through this album already because it's kind of sucks there's this lump of it yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it totally did not end strong at all overall as an album like what? These, the 10th the song the i have a lot of thoughts okay 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 if you can't yeah, strong and naked and into if you can't dance strong is definitely not the word to use but there yeah. are words to use for <laughs> like by the end they were they, they started throwing in more of those random like sounds <laughs> into the lot midi. of breathiness yeah, midi, midi, a lot midi, of breathiness midi, yeah. So like, naked. Does anyone else have thoughts on uh, naked? No, it's just that I I just remember their performances that they were like with chairs and they would be naked and that's kind of it. And I I looked back at the words like, okay, what is this song really about? It's about being naked. It's kind of about being naked. Yeah, it's just kind of being vulnerable like, and naked and literally naked. Or like a girl, like just kind of being naked. <laughs> they talk like, about it like when you look like, at yeah, that's like lyr- like the lyrical the yeah. That's is the that what she says in Spanish? No, that's not that song. Oh, it's not. Wait, I thought it was this one. I think it's this not song. naked. It was this one that she's talking in Spanish. No, if you can't dance is where she speaks Spanish. She, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're okay. talking about naked. My notes yeah. ran into each other on that one as well, <laughs> so don't feel bad. Because I was like, wait, she's talking in Spanish. No, but there is a part here where Baby Spice kind of like picks up the phone and she's like, "Hello," and like she's just kind of just talking during it. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, was like yeah, a yeah. weird little interlude that I don't really remember. Yes, the soft-spoken like interlude. That was the one yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, that yeah. is exactly it. I'm just like, uh, what's happening? Yeah. When they talked about this actual song, they were like, this is all about us, like, you know, taking our... Like, it wasn't about them... Like, they felt when they wrote this that it wasn't about them being legitimately naked. They were like, this is their vulnerable song. Yeah, just like talking about kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you just talking but about the lyrics naked. are kind of, yeah. Yeah. She's naked, that's it. So... I, I only had one thought for this. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Got it, okay. Fifty Shades of Spice. Oh. That's it. It was, it was so thumbs down for me. <laughs> thumbs up because yeah, obviously, but also a lot of thumbs down. But yeah, exactly. It was just so like everything else was so hypersexualized and immaturely sensual. Like, mm. baby, we're gonna do it tonight. I like your shirt. Let's go dance, kind of stuff. And then this one was like. Yeah, I take off my clothes. Yeah, so, like, are you just like, is it like paint me like one of your French girls type of situation? <laughs> yeah, like, it was I mean, awkward. it was the era of that, right? It almost Titanic, felt like a romance novel. Yeah, you know? It almost felt like a romance novel. Like one yeah, of those, it was like, very, it was a strange kind of narrative, almost like Lolita. I don't know. It, just listening back to it, I was like, I don't know if this is what I thought the song was about. And I don't know if I still know what the song is about. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's what, maybe Baby Spice was reading a, a romantic novel. Yeah. Maybe, baby. With, maybe. Fabio, with Fabio on the cover mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. riding a horse yeah shirtless, shirtless yeah. no yeah. like old spice you know <laughs> parking it back beautiful callback <laughs> yeah so like 
after that, like, if you can't dance, if you can't dance, wait, wait, did you, if you did you have any thoughts on uh, naked? No, man, just straight up, like, I was like, when we got the if you can't dance, I knew it was the last song. I was like, yes. So much 90s realness vibes. Just okay. giving me all well, the 90s realness in that song. Yeah. This sampled another song. This sampled oh, yeah, the That's Humpty right. Hump. Yeah. Yes. Humpty Dance. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bootsy Collins uh, wrote it. The Digital Underground performed it. Yeah. It was performed. Yeah. I love that song. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies. Oh, how I like to I had forgotten that that was sampled from there. It was just upon listening to it again and kind of doing my research. It's like, oh my gosh, of course, that's another song. Yeah, the first time Tupac broke out into the scene before he was scary to the masses. But no, he was straight the fir- up. Little yeah. known fact, he was the first scary spice. There you go. There you have it. It's Tupac spice. No, uh, yeah, like the, the irony of this song, I felt, is like they all can't dance, really? Like, I feel you So they can't do nothing for you, baby. Yeah, yeah. They can't they can't dance. So it's kind of like a little little mean to be like, if you can't dance, then we both can't dance together. But this song is I mean, maybe that's just real real talk. Like if you can't dance, I can't dance. And there you can't do anything for me. You know? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, let's call it now. I I I enjoyed the Humpty dance part of this. Yeah, yeah. Aspect of Putsy Colin. Yeah, but like This song annoyingly got If you can't dance, if you can't dance. If it's you can't dance, if you can't dance. It's like, I feel if like that never, was never going to end. This one really solidified the fact... <laughs> this one really solidified the fact that this all felt like cliches. Like, mm, mm-hmm. to, to pick up a girl, yeah. you need to know how to dance. You have to mm-hmm. dress well. You, you got to get with her friends. Yeah. You know, you got to be cool. You know, you know it just went down the checklist of all, yeah. what girls need for you to be... like. That's kind of what the whole album felt as wow. a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, was just the and then checklist. A, as a girl, it's like telling you, this is what you should look for yeah. before I you can be. Yeah, I need a guy be. who can dance and who knows my friends and <laughs> respects my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, but also, like, the, one of the weirdest things about this track, is, and this is the ultimate 90s MIDI of the whole situation, uh-huh. was there was a random background, cl- like, track of them clapping of people did you hear that did anyone else catch that yeah there was another song and say you'll be there there's a part where they're just kind of like there's chatter in the background yeah it's random chatter yeah and this one there's like random clapping it's just like like, oh we did it we we can't dance all right and then again this is where the spanish yes this is where the spanish verse is uh, yeah, I and, like, and I know some Spanish, so I was like, let me listen to it. But it's funny because she has like a British Spanish accent, so that's like a whole nother <laughs> Yo, sort tango. of. Yo, tango. Yeah, that's something else that I had to kind of grapple with. But Hola, amigos. No, it's hola. I don't know. How would you say it with a British accent, right? I had hola, hola, amigos. Just going with my... yeah. Hola, amigos. <laughs> I feel like we're getting a little New Zealandy, but <laughs> it does sound a little like very a little New Zealand. Kiwi something, Wait, yeah. All right, there. <laughs> You, you, I think you really hit the nail on the head when it comes to the album as a whole. It's like it felt like a checklist of things mm. that you girl should power. be. <laughs> yeah, the checklist for your girl power. Checklist <laughs> if you want for a guy, like what you want a guy. He's got to mm-hmm. go with your friends, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then like it ends with like you have to be able to dance. And like what kind of made me feel like a little like, sad and melancholiness of is like mm. I felt like this like this whole album as a really was like late '90s, like at the point where I was kind of done with the 90s alt rock that i live for yeah like it was a changing all, of the guard and yeah and then punk started coming in getting into like that's exactly what i was like i couldn't rely on 
radio and pop music because I can't get down with any of this. And that's what really started taking me into that. So either or, I was just yeah. like, yeah, it's time for me to be done with these two-in-ones. I'm trying to be <laughs> like, bang, bang, <laughs> you know? So that's kind of like what I that's felt. That's the old Shane. Yeah, old <laughs> Shane, old Shane. Used to freestyle rap, <laughs> classicness, you know? I think there's also a pendulum that kind of happens with music and what's popular at the moment and this was a popular music a popular time for pop music Mm -hmm. this was this dominated for quite some time and then we kind of steered towards rap and then now it's kind of swinging towards rock at times now we're kind of swinging towards like 70s disco i hear in music there's always kind of this pendulum that happens and this i feel like was the beginning or peak for the pop phenomenon as we know it today and well this was literally the, the 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 golden age for album sales uh, because yeah. like right yeah. after this yeah. Napster sort of came in and like oh, that's just true destroyed too. Oh, yeah. everybody just shattered the this thing was like market. a billion bajillion times platinum I think when I looked, when I looked it up <laughs> if I can set bajillion I think that's an accurate yeah, yeah. accurate which yeah. is insanity like and right. it made sense because like this whole the, the Spice Girls as a whole felt like they were put together to make money through music yeah. same thing with like NSYNC Backstreet Boys TLC it was like how okay. marketable are you? How marketable are you? Mm-hmm. How like how many how much dance rehearsal are we doing? How much vocal yeah. we're rehearsing are we doing? Not much on this case, but like <laughs> that's what it, but that's what the it was shade though. Again. Yeah. <laughs> you should be shady spice. Shady dude. Uh, shady Shane. I didn't get to talk about it earlier when you guys brought it up, but like they got together on the ad. Yeah. But they spent two years shopping around to management agencies mm. and talent agencies and, and uh, labels. Right. So that's two years' time of I mean, them they put developing. their little work in, you know. Well, you they did give their it work. To them. Yeah, it's not like, like a total overnight. Like, it's just know. a different way. Because otherwise, like, my understanding of, like, how to be fam- like become a great musician or a big famous musician is to play a lot of cruddy rock bars, get really good at the guitar, write mm-hmm, a bunch of songs, mm-hmm. and then eventually if you you're good enough you kind of get there and like that was the path and you get signed to a label and that them they just circumvented playing out to shows and like people basically they just mm-hmm. went here's a manager okay let's shop labels okay we have a label let's now make an and album they had the demo that they were yeah yeah mm-hmm. so they put it together real quick and they just sort of like did a circumventing path of mm-hmm. the public really totally thought i think about that a lot too because that's so much of what things are now it's yeah. like yeah. like we come from obviously like pop like punk rock right like any version of punk rock and that was it you went and you played local venues Mm -hmm. and you started going out on tour and then you did like really shitty vfw halls yeah and then maybe you got on like war tour and then like eventually like you built up for that but like for this rip yeah rip forever (laughs) last year dude craziness but like they had like they get the demo and then they then you shop it and like that's crazy to me but that's kind of what's actually coming back to like a lot of alt rock, a lot of yeah. anything, any music nowadays. It's not a band doing that whole route. Like that's still like that DIY New Brunswick vibe to everything. Yeah. But they don't. That's not the case anymore. Like a couple mm-hmm. of friends of mine who used to be in um, Rookie of the Year are now in like this other band called Small Pools, and okay. that's exactly how they did it. They moved out to LA. Got with production, like production. They group. just found a producer, yeah, and then they started shopping labels they, and management. It was it was like them knowing somebody, them getting their foot mm, in the door, yeah. and that's kind of like what happened. Even with this getting their 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 break, was that they literally had this like meeting with someone in uh in the music industry in like around this one specific area. They didn't know his number because they oh, switched yeah. management. Mm-hmm. They switched oh, management. Yeah, yeah. 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 Didn't they show up to another guy's house? Yes. They, just, they yeah. stole the master recordings of the demo and then yeah. brought it to some other dude's house. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
craziness, but like that's how it was yeah. as opposed to like let's just get known and build up a fan base and because they didn't have a there's no fan base they're not playing like clubs yeah. they're not playing like anything you're it's, just doing it for entertainment looking back on this album that's kind of like what the whole vibe was with the entire like spice girls phenomenon was yeah. like oh this was made for us which i guess is like a super nice thing right yeah and i mean <laughs> so it, it kind of speaks to our celebrity obsessed culture now, you know, like I feel like that was a gateway for it. Cause I remember seeing, you know, like teen bop and all those magazines and it was like, yeah. look at the spice girls. They're over here today. They're doing this today. Like all the media covered well, how much everything. Exposure it was, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I remember too, also collecting like stickers of them yeah. and it was like all this different stuff of them, you know, in different places and things. And yeah. Lunchbox. Yeah. It's just the glasses. obsession with these people who are entertainers but also people you know yeah. and like i feel like those lines were really blurred for them because so much of their character was them but then it was you know like and i feel like that's kind of now we have kardashians you know now yeah. we have all this other stuff where it's just like where where's the reality and where's the character where does that sort of boundary yeah. lie and it's so blurred and there's a lot of industry magic behind that yeah I mean, the kardashians with the spice girls like that yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. see of and course what do you think the spice girls could do that today they would crush it because it would be mm. all social media like the those yeah. magazines that you had that's back true, in the day those mm -hmm. there was like a spice girls magazine and like that's yeah. like that was their version of like social media and stuff yeah, yeah. it was so that's, 90s. that's still that's still but that's still behind like if you look at like uh i had I have a niece who's super into one direction and like that's what is still being done that that, yeah. that machine is still propelling that mm -hmm. yeah. like now we have that that pop culture side of thing where it's like you're not even they're not doing anything there's no at least at least shout out to spice girls they could sing and kind of dance a little bit that they at least had a talent <laughs> they at least had a talent though they mm -hmm. were they wrote banger songs like, mm -hmm. yeah. like these are awesome songs at the end of the day now it's just there's nothing behind the song there's yeah. like there's no song mm -hmm. there's no anything there's just your your celebrity whereas opposed so they had that celebrity craziness behind them. They had the machine behind them. They were providing you with something, right? And it I think that they, they fed into it well, you know, for as long as they did. They played nice. You know, they played along with the public. They were entertaining. You know, like it, they didn't turn it off, mm -hmm. like at all until Jerry left and turned yeah. it off. <laughs> she turned it off for everybody. Still some, She's like, still oh, there's some a bitterness. Oh, look at all these five light switches right here i'm just gonna clank <laughs> hit all five of them because we're done we're done and that goes back to like how spice girls is such an iconic aspect of like my childhood and like mm. for obviously your childhood too mm -hmm. and except for billy <laughs> yeah, no soul. Um, but like they're huge no but in my in head but there's nothing after that. Like, there's just these two albums, and like that was it. And like they're crazy. Like, there was, like there was a lightning movie. moment. You know, there was crazy. a movie yeah. made. Yeah. What? And like People? I think it was. I looked up a stat, and it's just really funny. It was. It is still, I think, the biggest movie to have opened on a Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a pretty. Good that that's stat. like a very specific statistic, but I believe that they still hold it. That's a pretty good stat. <laughs> Nothing compares. Man. No, it was a parody. You know. We're, we're, yeah, I mean, it, it throws back itself. to like yeah. you know a hard day's night and how the Beatles would have fun with that, you know playing these sort of yeah. Go ahead. If it wasn't for the Beatles, would the Spice Girls be able to do what they did? It's tough. If it it's wasn't like, for the Beatles, how would like modern music even look well no right? you're right but like the beatles were like boy group basically 
boy they were band. a boy band. They were a boy they band. Were a boy band. Boy and they were band. almost like a model for how like a British girl group should act too. And they acted very similar, like that whole cheeky, for sure, yeah, fun, like their cheeky sort of like humor with each we're other, taking over the world sort of. So they had yeah. like this sort of spitting image to sort of copy from. Yeah, definitely like early Beatles. Yeah, they're they're having fun in interviews, you know, and they and they have the sense of humor to make fun of themselves, which I think yeah. is important and what helped the Spice Girls to kind of have that longevity that they did for the two, three years of their peak. And even now, though, they still have that longevity. We're talking about them 20 years later. Yeah. They're still doing great in their respective fields and careers and everything. And we love them so much. I still know more lyrics to Wannabe than I'd like to admit. Like, when it came on at the last wedding I was at, of course, I was like, oh, listen to me from A to the... You know, like the whole thing. You better listen um, carefully. Yeah, like, exactly. I was, like, going through everything with that. So this has been fun. I feel we spice talked up. about a lot of spice, a lot of nice. <laughs> Sugar, spice, and everything nice. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? Okay, how about this? What's your favorite song on the album? We didn't ask that one. Wannabe. Easily. Really? You're going with the typical TRL single. This album means nothing to me if Wannabe doesn't. <laughs> if Wannabe doesn't exist, it means nothing. It was so popular, and it's it's a legitimately an amazing song. Like, it's okay, yeah. the quintessential pop, 90s pop song. It I thought the Macarena sure. was. Okay. Oh, there's so many how dare yous in this. There's so many how dare yous. <laughs> Just stirring the pot over there. I definitely think Wannabe for, for me. All right, yeah. Wannabe. Shane's got Wannabe. Patty. Yeah, it's between Wannabe and Say You'll Be There just because oh, I love them both so much. So I won't pick, but it's both of those. <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, definitely anytime I hear them, if I'm in a restaurant, if I'm out, if I'm at a wedding, whatever it may be, if I'm thinking of songs to do at karaoke, those songs definitely come up and they still do it for me. They bring such joy to me and they bring such spice. It's really just, <laughs> it really is it. They, I, I get why they're called the Spice Girls, man, because they just bring such flavor, you know? Mad flavor. You know, there's just ear. the flavor of the, of the nostalgia. There's the flavor of fun, of just like being carefree. And, you know, going back to the Beatles, like, you know, the early Beatles tunes are just kind of like happy-go-lucky tunes like that. And that's yeah. like the same for these kind of songs. So that they're just joyful. I'll, I'll tell you my favorite song in just a moment. Mama. But I'm so curious. <laughs> as someone who like, like obviously is like not listening to this album on the reg as yeah. a kid, I'm really curious as to what you're... I think if they do do a Spice World 2, that Guy Fieri needs to drive that bus. Perfect, perfect <laughs> Put guy. it out there. You know what you I was know? thinking he about? He will yeah. take you down the flavor town. Oh, they're going to go places. Yeah. <laughs> just legitimately thinking about what you said about the Beatles side of things. Yeah. What if Jerry didn't leave mm. and they had like their... Renaissance of like, let's do mad. <laughs> no, but like, what if they did like that whole like them changing the sound of pop music, like what they did with the oh, right album? Oh, like, right, right, right. What if the Spice that would be so wild. Yeah, like yeah no. exactly. They take a trip to India. Dude. Psychedelic. That would be wild though. I like that. I'd, I'd like to just... live in a world and that like parallel universe, the parallel timeline where that happens. Where I like think... the Spice Girls kind of stop touring because maybe like the fame is too much All and right. they just like have their studio sessions and then they just innovate they go the pop music the scene world. forevermore. More, yeah, the psychedelic, the second prime. coming, of totally prime for a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, they open, they open back up the East Indian trades. <laughs> I hate you the, so much. Oh, for the so spices, much. I hate, I, I hate, hate this so too. Much. How you many know? of these do you have? Have you gotten through the entire? Is that guys? what your notes are? Are they just puns? <laughs> just like just like 
Spice puns. Guys, one-liners. I didn't get any sleep last night. I was just thinking about all this. Yeah. Is Guy Fieri Guy Spice or Spice Fieri? <laughs> He's Fieri, Fieri Spice. Spice. Fieri yeah. Spice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty confidently. I don't Spice know why. Fieri, Fieri Spice. Fieri Spice. <laughs> What oh was God. your favorite song, yeah, Billy? Yeah, so, um, so back to that. If you can't dance, if you can't dance. No, that's no. Yeah, if you can't that's dance, good. If you can't dance. That's good. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't because... The Spanish part. <laughs> the Spanish part. The that, that, Their musicality recognized the fact that that's a good song. Mm. And just that. That really sold it for me. Mm. Otherwise, it'd have to be... what? What's the number two song in here? Uh, to Become One. Right? No, no, no. I'll no, that was, I like that one because of the rotating orgy. Yeah. But, the rotating <laughs> vocal orgy. Let's be clear. That would be my yeah. number three song. Uh, number two would be Say You Be There. The one Because Wannabe was good, but like it has held up. It definitely has held up. Oh, yeah. But there's something about people my age, in my generation, I see they look back on these things with such nostalgic lenses. Yeah. And they sort of overinflate it. So I sort of get a little bit hesitant and skeptical about like wannabe just because of that. And it's, it's, that's me. It's not my cup of tea for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. This nostalgia as a whole, it like plays oh, yeah. so much into any night. Like I always say yeah. that 90s music, like 90s alt rock is my childhood. It reminds me of growing up with my parents and my relationship with yeah. my parents and like everything being a child. Mm-hmm. Then teenage years is straight up like Wu Tang Clan. And then <laughs> Wu Tang Clan thrice under oath blink 182 and then in my later years was all the music i was trying to make and now i'm lost because i have none of that (laughs) (laughs) who am i anymore who am i now you have the spice girls again in your life too (laughs) awesome you guys have fun Dude, this is yeah. a blast. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is good. When are so, we doing Spice World? So, <laughs> Spice Girls. Spice Girls, if you're listening, we expect a Spice World 2. Yes. Uh, we'll, Movie, please. We'll, yes. we'll have you on. We'll talk about it. I'll drive you. the bus. <laughs> <laughs> like, my sister still has the Barbies somewhere. Oh, I'd love to just break them out and like brush their hair and be really weird. Okay, so when, <laughs> we, talk, when, we, talk about Sp- when we talk about Spice World, you're going to yes. have to bring them. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in. Patty, Shane, thank you. Shane, if you want to uh, talk us out. Welcome to the Musicology Podcast. And uh, we're sending you off. So I hope you enjoyed the smooth sounds. All right. Until next time. (laughs) Take care. Bye-bye.